Welcome to the e-commerce marketing podcast, the highly rated digital marketing podcast that provides weekly digital marketing tips and strategies from some of the world's top digital marketers and e-commerce entrepreneurs that will help you take your digital marketing to the next level. Sit back and enjoy this power-packed episode hosted by Arlen Robinson, who is an e-commerce entrepreneur and digital marketing expert with over 20 years of experience. This episode has been sponsored by the customer engagement platform, SAP eMarsis, that have been helping their clients be customer-obsessed for years. Recent research from Forrester has found that customer-obsessed marketers are more than twice as likely to collect or transform real-time data for use in marketing programs and almost twice as likely to use all the data available to them in making customer decisions. At SAP eMarsis, they help to empower the marketer's path towards greater omni-channel engagement, whether that's pioneering advancements in personalization or growing loyalty to extend a customer's lifespan with a brand by engaging anywhere and personalizing everywhere. Visit emarsis.com to find out more. Hey, e-commerce marketing podcast listener. Are you looking to increase traffic and sales to your website? You can do this by launching your own affiliate program. Just visit getosi.com and sign up for a free trial today. That's getosi.com. Now get ready to hear from your e-commerce marketing expert of the week as they drill down to give you details on marketing strategies that can help grow your business. Welcome back to the e-commerce marketing podcast, everyone. My name is Arlen Robinson and I am your host. And today we have a very special guest, Anthony Butler, who is the founder of the digital marketing agency, Can Do Ideas, and the author of Primal Storytelling, Marketing for Humans, a highly regarded expert in brand storytelling and digital marketing. Anthony graduated from the United States Military Academy at West Point and the U.S. Army Ranger School. He's a combat veteran and commanded an infantry company in Iraq during the invasion of Baghdad. He's also a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt and currently resides in Montana with his wife, and two sons. Welcome to the podcast, Anthony. Oh, thanks, Arlen. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for joining me. And that's a pretty impressive background that you have there, you know, as far as, uh, you know, your military military service. And first off, you know, thank you for your service in our U.S. military. We appreciate that and everything that you've done. And a lot of people know, but, you know, you, you kind of came from two elite areas. You know, West Point is an elite military academy, of course, in the U.S. And uh, the U.S. Army Ranger, I mean, those are really that's the real deal you know if you get through that then you know I, i'd be scared to to pick a fight with you put it that way <laughs> <laughs> let's leave it at that <laughs> so yeah so definitely impressive background and you know uh today of course i'm sure a lot of what you've done in the past has probably led you to you know where you are today but of course today we're going to be talking about the concept and the uh, topic of using primal storytelling to grow an e-commerce business. And so you're going to be enlightening us a bit about what that is. But before we do get into all of that, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your back and specifically how you got into what you're doing today? Yeah, sure. So, you know, I had a, a typical military career where, you know, you, you're serving your country, you're doing the things that you have to do. You know, I served enormous amount of time in combat zones and danger areas around the world. And one of the things that happens during that kind of an experience is that 
you experience the extremes of emotion, you know, extreme highs, extreme lows, maybe some anger, some fear, you know, all those things. And later on when I, I transitioned out and I got into, you know, one job led to another. I ended up at a startup in New York city that I was early an early employee and the company blew up over a few years. And when I left, you know, it sold for hundreds of millions of dollars and, you know, had hundreds of employees from there. When I was there, I started to dabble in marketing and learn about, Hey, you know, I'm on the sales team. I want to get leads. I want to grow my business. And that led me into eventually starting my own marketing company as Can Do Ideas, the one I've been running for the last nine years. Yes. And one of the things that happened was a couple of years in, I was working with this big SaaS company and we were creating content for them, you know, so blogs and email marketing and doing some social media stuff. And, you know, about six, nine months into the engagement, I get a call from their CEO and he's like, Hey, Tony, you know, we love you guys. The work is great. You're professional, but we're going to let you go. I'm like, what? What's happening? Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, the work is just not moving the needle. We're not getting enough leads from the spend. Mm-hmm. And that was just this big wake up call for me. And I, I was really nervous because if you're an agency and you can't deliver results, like you're getting fired, like you're going out of business. Right. right. And so I'm, I'm searching, I'm searching and I'm trying to figure out like what was different with this client versus all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Cause some clients were like, we're, gangbusters, like delivering results and like people are happy. Yeah. And I ended up going to this conference down in San, down in San Diego and there's a guest speaker and he's talking and he's like, people buy emotionally and then they rationalize their decision with logic. Ding. It was like this epiphany. It's something I'd heard before, but it didn't really deeply like analyze it and think about it. And I started thinking about like my military experience is like when you have these highs of emotion and these lows, and, like you have this, like this gradient of how you feel about something. Like you're really happy something happened, but you're also sad. And you know, it just, it's this weird thing. Yeah. And that led me to a discovery of a whole body of work around evolutionary psychology and how evolutionary psychology and what makes us who we are is related to emotions, mm-hmm. which led me to another discovery, which was, emotional stories they ring with people like you have little kids i don't know if you have any children no i don't my my boys when they were really young they wanted to watch shrek we watched shrek sixteen thousand times (laughs) right why is that Mm -hmm. it's because we primarily communicate with others through stories Mm -hmm. the next time you go to a story to sit in the back and just kind of listen you know, what, what, next time you go to a party, like listen to what people are saying, yeah. they're telling stories of like, Hey, I got this bad boss at work and he's crazy and he's doing this and that. Or mm-hmm. I was at the, I was at the store and I saw this guy robbing the place. You know, it's just, this all these stories mm-hmm. when you, you can bring storytelling into your business, into your social media, into your blogs, into everything that you're doing to generate leads and then map the marketing stories to your sales process that's when everything will change. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you've got an e-commerce product, you want to look for like, what are the stories that you can tell that will connect with your audience? Yeah. You, you know, and so in the book, I outline a three-part process to create a, a content marketing system for a business. 
So every business is a little bit different. You want to you want to customize that system for you. And what I did is I broke it down into three parts. So tribe, primal story, primal urges, and primal emotions, plus stories, and that's the primal story. Okay. And what that does is it gives you a framework to build your content marketing around and it can get you more leads and generate more audience followers. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, definitely does. And yeah, thank you for explaining that that concept. And you're, you're totally right. You don't really realize it, but that storytelling is, is the, you're really right. It's the, it's the primary way we communicate. If you're ever somewhere, somebody's telling you something that happened, they experience, maybe they're telling you the story of, you know, uh, or they're telling another story. Maybe they watch the show. They're telling you that story, or they're they're saying, like you said, oh, I had a bad experience at work. You know, it's 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 something. It's it's these exchange of stories, and that's I think it's just kind of in our core of how we are akin to communicate with each other. And I, I guess what you're saying is, you know, translating that, communicating your story to your in customer or pr- prospective customer, because yeah, it, it, it's a similar form of communication right there. That's exactly it. And, you know, every business is, is faced with a dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a billion and a half websites in the world. Wow. You know, every minute, if you spent the next 50 years just watching YouTube, you wouldn't even finish a single hour of content was uploaded on YouTube. Okay. Yeah. You know, so how do you differentiate your brand from everyone else? Mm-hmm. And I can tell you in the next couple of years, the brands that tell the best stories, those are the brands that are going to win. Yeah. The brands that are able to connect with their audience in an authentic way. Okay. Using storytelling structures. Those are the ones that are really going to generate an out, enough leads that they can outperform competition. Okay. You know, in, in is an example in the e-commerce space. There, there's a lot of brands that are selling similar products or, you know, m- maybe there's some slight differentiation, but there's not like a really large difference. And when you want to get outside of price, what you're really left with is the stories that you tell and how you tell them and how you connect with an audience. Yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. I think it, when you were thinking about story and you're communicating your, you know, your brand story, I think because, you know, it's. We we always hear it. I think amongst the marketing circles and the, the digital marketing world, where you know, whether it's podcasts or training seminars, brands are always hearing this. They're they're hearing the fact that you know it's it's stories that sell. It's not facts and figures and and stats about your product. It's the stories that are telling, and so it makes sense. But I think what a lot of brands may struggle with is really you know. They know this, but then how do they identify, you know, what 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 are the core the core elements of their own brand story that's then going to resonate with, you know, the primal instincts of their their target audience? You know, how do they pull out? As I'm sure as a business, they, you know, there's a whole story behind the creation of the products, the services, and who they're trying to reach. But, you know, how do you pull out the right elements of that? Yeah. So the first step is you're going to look at your audience, start with them. Mm-hmm. And we're looking at, okay, what are the demographics? What are the psychographics of the audience that's most likely to buy from us that we love working with? And once you understand who they are as people, you know, that opens up a lot of understanding. Then you can start looking at, okay, why might they be afraid to buy from us? You know, what drives them? What, what are their hopes and fears and dreams? Like how, how can we help them help themselves? 
Because once we understand their motivations, then we can start to look at, and I, I outline a number of different story structures in the book, is that then we can identify what stories do we want to tell? What stories will connect with them once we know yeah. who they are as people? Yeah. The other thing that I do in the book is I outline four primary stories that every business can tell. So the first one is the origin story. Mm-hmm. So you start with, hey, where do we come from? Why are we in business? Like, how do, what's that? How do we start? Because here's right. the thing. Everyone asks you, hey, just you and I, when we were first getting on the podcast, you're like, hey, where are you located? Where are you from? How'd you get started? Yeah. Like, those are questions we always ask because that's part of what makes us human. Those are the yeah. stories we really care about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then the second story you're going to focus on is the vision. What is it we're trying to do? How are we trying to change the world? Okay. If you listen to Elon Musk and how he started up with, you know, hey, I'm going to start a rocket company. Okay. I'm going to start a, a, an, you know, electric car company. Well, he's got these big vision stories. We're going to put another, we're going to put another base on Mars. We're going to start, you know, be an interplanetary species. Well, those are giant stories. You know, not all of us are trying to get to Mars, but there's something about your business that you're trying to do that is related to helping people, sure. to helping the world. Because what do entrepreneurs do? We solve problems, right? Mm-hmm. And that's the second story. The third story is transformation story. How did we help someone? Before they saw us, what was the problems they were having? What were the fears they had? What was it like when they worked with us or they bought a product from us? And then what was that that transformation? Like how did they, was it afterwards? Mm-hmm. You know. And, even if you're just selling something that's a commodity, it's still there to help and solve someone's problem. Yeah. Okay. And then the fourth category of stories, and this is the one that I think most businesses get wrong. You know, like if you, if you go and look at a cross section of really large corporate blogs, they're all written for search engines. Like no one wants to read that. You, you, you open up the blog, you're reading like, who would read this? Like, right. this is the cure for insomnia. Like, <laughs> right. And what, what I, my best advice, and this is why the book has the subtitle, it's marketing for humans. Mm-hmm. Okay. I actually think that chat GPT and some of the AI out there is going to hurt some businesses mm-hmm. because everyone's rushing on this train and, and I don't know if you know this, but when you look at a subject and you try to use AI to create a blog, yeah, they're all the same structure. Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. that's how that's how the colleges are fighting back against students mm-hmm. writing essays using ChatGPT because it's all the same. The so if we all type in, "Hey, summarize Romeo and Juliet for me," it's going to pop out fifty summaries that are all the same. The Guess same, what? Same they're going to figure it out. Yeah. What it doesn't do is it doesn't provide insight. Mm-hmm. It doesn't provide an authentic connection to what makes us human. Right. Okay. When you bring that into a blog, you bring some heart, you bring some soul, you bring a little bit of art mixed with some science. Mm-hmm. I think in the future, Google is going to continue to really reward those blogs and those websites that have unique content that people love mm-hmm. that was written for people and not for the search engine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause here's what we know about marketers. Marketers ruin everything, right? Yeah, Every yeah, time yeah. like all the marketers rush in, Oh, we got to get backlinks. And so you got people going to third world countries and, you know, getting 5,000 backlinks to all these fake websites. And then Google mm-hmm. figures it out and they smack down, you know, that's what happened back in the day. Right. Yeah. You know, or keyword density. That's how you get, that's how you get all the traffic. Mm-hmm. 
in modern times, when Google is one of the smartest, most sophisticated companies in the world, like it's not just one thing that they reward with domain authority. It's, hey, how do people love our content? How many yeah. people are, are backlinking to this content? You come to our website, how long do you stay? How many pages do you read? You can only do that if you're marketing for humans and you're writing in a way that people want to hear. You have to write for your audience. Yeah. And my, my one piece of advice for everyone who's listening to this is stop thinking about yourselves and think deeper about your clients. Think how you can help them. If you want to use content marketing to promote a brand, promote a brand by delivering value for your audience way before they buy anything from you. Mm -hmm. Just be kind, go, go the extra mile. Like what can you do that would be helpful? You know, and I, I, I like to use this podcast as, as an example, like you, Arlen Robson, you have a brand, you have things that you sell as a business, right? Yes. This podcast is a, is, is a gift to the world that you do like anybody paying you to do this. No, you're not getting paid no. for this. Like this is for free. Like this is a, it's a, it's a passion project that you do for your clients because you're trying to give them something. And you know what the karma of the business world is you give enough and eventually people come back and they find you and they come back and they buy from you. And they're like, man, that guy is really interesting. He, I've been listening to this podcast. What is it he does? Oh, and you look it up and Oh, Oh wait, affiliate software. You know what? I should check that out. Yeah. And then they buy yeah. And maybe, or maybe they're a client and this is just one more ad. It's like, gosh, these guys are so good. And the podcast is so good. You know, I, it, it, it just, it buys karma from them. It, it, yeah. it gives you goodwill. Right. Okay. It helps build trust before there's ever a sale. Yeah, that's, for sure. That's, that's what content does. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Now, as, as far as taking this, these primal story elements and, you know, it makes sense how you can connect how do you translate that and or is there a specific strategy to just or is it just you know being authentic across all of these platforms or these channels your content marketing your website social media email marketing do you just need to implore that same tactic is there anything special that you need to do when you are you know i guess you could say translating these stories across those mediums yeah so it's a great question so so think of it like your favorite Netflix special. So think of Game of Thrones, okay? Yeah. You got season after season. Each season has an overall theme, and then each episode has the adventures, okay? Mm -hmm. In a business, think of you're going to you're going to publish a year's worth of content. So what we're going to do is we're going to lay out an entire calendar and we're going to think of those themes that we're going to deliver on a quarterly basis. And we're going to think, okay, each quarter, what's the main theme? So think of that as the season. And then you're going to break down the episodes within the season. And it, I'm not talking about fiction. That's not what we're doing is, okay, for the first quarter, maybe, maybe so for my own business, you know, maybe I'm focused on, all right, I'm going to show case studies where primal storytelling helped grow the organic traffic of a website. And then second quarter, I'm going to, I'm going to focus on, okay, how do we use primal storytelling in email marketing? How do we use primal storytelling on our social media? Yeah. And I think people are shocked when they start to look is like, there is a science side of marketing and, mm -hmm. and storytelling. And there's also the art side and it's, it's, it's not just one, it's both. Mm -hmm. And then the, 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 on the science side, we need to know when we need to be able to collect data 
like data matters. Like you need to understand what it is. And so I have some tools that I recommend in the book. I'm a HubSpot gold partner. And, you know, on the back end, you know, we're collecting data in a CRM. We're mapping that to sales teams and what sales teams are doing so that the leadership team can understand what stories are working what themes are working, what kinds of blogs are working, not just with our social media, but with our organic traffic, our, our pages, like what, what blogs are working? What, what do our clients really need to hear from us? Yeah, for sure. And it's, it's really all about just that analyzing that data once you, exactly. you know, got it from your customers or your, or your prospects. Yeah. It, it all makes sense. What I want to see though is do you see any potential or where are the potential challenges that a business is going to face or they might face while they're, you know, implementing primal storytelling? And if so, what, how would they overcome them? I think the biggest challenge is they think too narrowly about the kinds of content that they can produce. Okay. So if you look like on, you look on Twitter, you look on Instagram and let's say we look at an industry, everyone's producing the exact same stuff. They're all sharing industry news. They're all have some pithy quote that they're trying to share. You know, it's like whatever theme is on the calendar. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's national women's day. And so everyone's got the exact same post about national women's day. Okay. Well, me too comment, me too content doesn't really move the needle. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what we're looking for is content that is insightful. And one of the things in the book that you'll see is I break out different story structures that they can use and then start to think, okay, how could I apply this story structure in a way that may or may not have direct relationship to my business? Okay. Now, now what does that mean? So I'll give you an example. I was working with this large manufacturing company out in Long Island, New York, one of the biggest manufacturers in the whole country. And they, they make all kinds of whiz bang stuff, you know, stuff on the space shuttle. They got stuff on the Mars Rover and, you know, oh, this kind of thing. Well, their target market are these giant aerospace companies and airplane companies and, Mm -hmm. you know, scientific robotic companies. But then when we started to dig into their data, we realized that the people who were referring their products into the end product were all engineers, Mm. older engineers, like 60 to 70 years old. And they were like, you know what? We really would love to have a program for young engineers to kind of learn who we are. Mm-hmm. And so we started thinking about it. We start brainstorming and they start, they decided to create a leadership development program for engineers in their first five years out of college. Yeah. Okay. Cause when you graduate college from an engineering school, you're not a professional engineer. You got to go through this kind of apprenticeship thing and you got to learn to be a professional engineer and then you got to take a test at the end. Right. Right. And they're like, well, Hey, so we produce content for these young engineers. Like, Hey, how to, how to run a meeting, how to be a better leader, how to be a good team member as Mm -hmm. part of a big project, you know, soft skill kind of thing that would be helpful to them has nothing to do with a manufacturing business. It was helpful to their target market. Okay. Okay. And so once you start to think of the kinds of relevancy of the content, have you ever heard of a company called USAA? Yes, they are an insurance company. Insurance uh, company. Yep. And they they focus on military members. I've been a member of USA for 30 years. I like to use them as an example. Okay. Okay. They produce all kinds of content for their target market. Mm -hmm. Okay. And their target market are military members and their families, right? Right. Right. 
they're producing blogs that are, hey, if you ever thought about joining the military, they've got all this content on, hey, if you want to join, this is, this is a way you could pass your physical fitness test. Here's how to study for the exams to get into the military and get a good job. Like, you know, it's kind of interesting. So they're marketing to people who could someday become a client of theirs. Mm-hmm. Very, very clever. And then yeah. the, the amount of content they produce for them that's so well done and professionally done. They'll go out and they're hiring personal trainers to help you get fit before you go in the military to wow. work on your mental toughness before you go in. It's it's really clever and smart. Very well yeah. done. Yeah. They're, you know, they're, they, and they have an A plus in the primal storytelling for me. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a great example. I appreciate that. Yeah. That's me ready to wrap things up. I wanted to see. Can you, could you share any examples of any other brands that are in the e-commerce space that have successfully implemented storytelling of the taxes of primal storytelling in their market marketing efforts and you know, what kind of impact did that have on their growth from what you know? Yeah. So just a few, during the pandemic, I worked with an e-commerce brand in Montana that they were organic food brand that mm-hmm. had put a food coalition together. And what we started to do was tell the story of where the food came from, but how was it produced? Like, what does, what does organic actually mean? Like, like what do those farmers go through? And then we would, well, then what we did was we would highlight farmers that were producing the actual product for the brand. And we put that on social media and we told their stories and that increased sales, like right in the middle of the pandemic when no one was buying anything. Okay. Um, wow. And I, I mean, I, in the first month we rolled out their program, they did an extra $30,000 in wow. a single month okay. in brand new sales and markets. They never even they had never entered before. Yeah. And we started linking their ads to their primal storytelling content mm-hmm. and the ads started to produce more than they ever had before. So okay. just, just one small example. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. It's, you know, what it also seems like you telling me that story is as a brand, you don't have to think too hard about it to to really pull out these these stories. Because, you know, it's what you talked about there with that particular organic foods brand, you know, just something as simple as, you know, what is organic food? You know, how did we come up with this this particular product line? What are the elements and ingredients in the food? Uh, you exactly. know, all of those things are things that are going to be relevant and, and important to that end customer because, you know, that's their dif- differentiating factor in the food space is the, the organic nature of it. So obviously people that are buying their items are very conscious about organic foods and the differences between organic food and non-organic food. And so, you know, to to clarify that, to spell that out, yeah, I can see how that, you know, will go a long way with them connecting to the, you know, to the right in stories. So it makes a lot of sense. And then and then secondly, I mean it can kind of work twofold when a brand shares their story and informs their their audience, especially in this world of all of this information. A lot of people have probably had misconceptions about a particular subject, let's say organic foods in it, for instance, some people may have a total misunderstanding of what it is, what certified organic means, and you know, that whole that whole process. And then to be able to clarify you're coming off as a, you know, as an authority on it, and you can definitely, you know, gain gain your customer's loyalty there and, you know, their trust there. And then that's when you know, if they they trust you, you you know, you have them a loyal customer, potential customer, then they're going to be comfortable purchasing from you. So, yeah, that's absolutely. That's I mean, all purchases start with trust. Yeah. 
Yeah. They start with trust. They yeah. Just that, that's the bottom line. Yeah. So Anthony, it's been awesome talking to you. I think this whole primal storytelling concept, it, it, it makes total sense. So yeah, I'm definitely going to check out your book for sure. I've, you know, it, like I said, it's something that you hear, but storytelling and how a brand needs to incorporate that into everything they do as far as, you know, their content, social media, it, it makes us makes a lot of sense. And then those, those testimonials, those case studies can definitely, you know, definitely speak to that for sure. So, you know, I definitely have learned a lot. And I know listeners have as well. But yeah, I always like to close things out here with one kind of closing question, just so our audience can get to know you a little bit better. If you don't mind sharing one closing fun fact about yourself that you think we'd be interested to know. A fun fact about me? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I love to do backcountry hiking. Okay. And during the summertime, I, I go backcountry where, you know, the only contact you have with civilization is you know, satellite. (laughs) So yeah, I've done a lot of backcountry hiking and some really rugged, beautiful areas in Montana. So that's why I live here. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, that's, that's when you, like you said, uh, uh, the only connection you have is via satellite. I guess if you have a satellite phone, of course, for emergency purposes only, that's your only link. Other than that, you're, yeah, I I would guess so you're, I would imagine you're, you're totally off the grid, you know, you're, you're off the grid. Uh, yeah. Exactly. So you're, you're living off the land or whatever supplies that you brought when you were, you know, when you packed your bag. So yeah, sounds like some fun stuff. Yeah. That's something I would like to do at, at one point in my life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, thanks for sharing that. Definitely appreciate that. And lastly, before we do let you go, if you, if you don't mind sharing the best way for our listeners to contact you if they'd like to pick your brain anymore about primal storytelling or you know anything under the yeah sure you can find me at primalstorytelling.com and we actually have a, a podcast offer for all your listeners you okay, know great. primalstorytelling.com slash podcast okay and you can get a digital copy of the book for free seven bonuses and okay. my promise i won't spam you with a bunch of upsells <laughs> gotcha gotcha <laughs> well, th- well thank you for that offer we really appreciate that we'll definitely be sure to include that link in the show notes so people can download that free digital version of your book i, I definitely going to check that out myself for sure and share that with others that i know so really appreciate that and yeah anthony it's been a pleasure talking to you we really appreciate you coming on to the e-commerce marketing podcast well thanks Arla. i appreciate you thank you for listening to the e-commerce marketing podcast If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with everyone you know. Are you looking to take your digital marketing to the next level but are tired of weeding through countless YouTube videos with unproven and untrusted marketing strategies? Well, we have the answer for you. The More Sales Every Month Online Digital Marketing Course. In this information-packed course, you will learn effective keyword research, link building, content marketing, and much more to attract and convert your site visitors into paying customers. Just go to moresaleseverymonth.com and sign up today for a low one-time fee. In addition to this power-packed course, if you would like to get access to a growing repository of digital marketing articles, PDFs, and eBooks, check out getosi.com resources and opt in to get full access to our library of priceless marketing information to help you take your digital marketing to the next level.